All right, I'm Chris. I'm Danny. This is Cooler by the Lake from the Guitar Room. Episode 8. This week we're drinking not beers. We're rocking it with the Vizzy Hard Seltzers with antioxidant vitamin C from a Ace Rola Superfruit. Ace Rola Superfruit. Who knows how you yeah, pronounce it's, it? It's a superfruit. Acherola, mm-hmm. perhaps? Yeah, something like that. Like acai. Acai Rola. Yeah, Asai is another one that pronounced weird. Yeah, that one freaks me one. out. Yeah. But anyway, pretty solid. I got mm-hmm. strawberry kiwi. A hint of strawberry kiwi in mine. Hint of black cherry lime in mine. Very good. And uh, you don't feel crappy after drinking like, you know, three, four, five of them. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, it'll happen on some of those others. Mm-hmm. The claw will put you down. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, they really will. <laughs> They'll get you. Yeah. Those uh, claws. Yeah, they'll, uh, yeah, we'll get into that another time. Mm-hmm. Bef- but we're going to tell a more exciting story right now about our weekend, mm-hmm. this past weekend. Uh, we played board games. We did. All night on Saturday. Yeah, not just any board game, though. No, no, no. Settlers of Catan. But mm-hmm. not just any Settlers of Catan. Yes. Played some uh, variants, some scenarios of it using the uh, Traders and Barbarians expansion. Yes, yes. It was uh, certainly a grand experience for me. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I won three games in a row yeah, of bullshit. the three games we played. Yeah. Um, that. Uh, but they were fun variations. I actually did. Like, yeah, they are fun. Especially the one with Rivers. That one's geeked. Yeah, I think that one's probably the best one so far. Yeah, it's just the most subtle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's nice. It was, yeah. So for people who don't know, Catan is obviously a board game made by, I believe, Klaus Tuber? Who's his name? German. Uh, and, uh, yeah, really um, great game. It's a board It's a, that is, I guess, hex-based. So you have these little pieces that designate resources, and then you roll to get those resources. You build settlements, cities, and roads around the board to try to get those resources right about it yeah exactly yeah exactly those resources and you can trade it's just like uh it looks very horrible and complicated and scary and intimidating yeah um like most people when we're playing Catan and someone someone's friend is brought along uh like uh oh yeah yeah yeah, when uh yeah chloe and her friend came over the other Mm -hmm. night uh they yeah Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is the game is kind of complex to set up Mm -hmm. if you haven't done it before. Mm -hmm. So, and it it takes a little bit of time. So, you know, I can understand it. But, like, it's easier than Risk. It's faster than Risk. Mm -hmm. But it has the same potential friendship-ending competition qualities of Risk, which is why I fucking love Catan. Mm -hmm. And also, it's kind of like chess in the... in that it's not the same you're never gonna have the same game twice it's always totally different yep and it is a blast it's and a when lot you of fun. add those extra elements i kick the living shit out of people mm-hmm. apparently yeah so what you can do with it is you can add uh like different pieces like we the first one we did was called rivers of Catan, mm-hmm. and that one you just add uh a total of seven river pieces four on the top three on the bottom um 
and well middle bottom middle top and you just can build bridges now yeah so it's like a little extra cool thing and you get gold that you can now spend and trade in but then you also have the wealthiest seller and poorest seller so you can't trade too much gold and it's a really fun I'd like to point out that the reason I won is because I became the wealthiest settler. Very Let that be on. a lesson for you in life. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You think you want those resources, but you don't. It's not worth it. No, it's not no, worth no. those minus two victory points. No. I but spent two coins that whole game. Yep. And I believe it because you won. And that was the way to win. At least in that game, that was the way to win. That's right. Yeah, that specific one. Who knows? There could have been a different strategy, some other game that worked. Well, for example, in the next game... Well, yes, that is true. The next ver- time we play Rivers, it's not going to be ended the same way. Mm-hmm. You just know it. Yeah. But the next game we played was the Caravans, Caravans. One, I believe. Yeah. So now you add camels to it. Add camels to the mix, which, I mean, you think it's going to be intense because, mm-hmm. you know, camels, the mm-hmm. desert, often intense. Mm-hmm. But... This wasn't bad. It was easy. You just add a little camel road... At some point, every anytime something big is built, like a settlement or a cité, mm-hmm. and then you you know, then they juice your spaces, mm-hmm. which is how I won the last one. Yeah, it's like a power up, but it just but there's camel. There's also like wagering, and then negotiating involved, mm-hmm. which are two things that I was. I mean, in regular Catan, I'm a bitch to trade with. I'll, we all know it. Yeah. I like to, I always just, I always ask for that extra resource because the worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. And it pisses people off. And it's you know great. we're not going to like just stop being friends with you. No, yeah. Catan, so like you really, uh, yeah. Really Despite go for the jugular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do it with random people too. So like, I will prevent friendships to win a game of Catan. I'm okay with that. But <laughs> yeah. So this one, yeah, that, that there were quite a few scenarios where either yourself or Sean were just like, no, it's just going to come down to you and arguing, and then if if we can't come to a decision, the person who just who asked for the camel gets it anyway, so it's mm-hmm. not worth the fight. Yep, it's and, just not worth it. But it did come down to it in one occasion, and that was hilarious mm-hmm. because brought up a few factors of the game. The first one. <laughs> Was that you brought the game over, yep. taught us how to play, yep. and then were consistently just targeted the whole time. Yep. Really mm-hmm. for no reason. I mean, the first game, the reason was you, you cut us both off and we couldn't have that. Yeah, I had, I had great positioning. Yeah, you. the first time... I thought the, I was going to win that one. The first game, you deserved it. Yeah. Let's be honest. The next two, not so much. No, and the verbal abuse and everything. <laughs> it was just it was a lot. <laughs> Oh, you know? uh, that was that that negotiation was hilarious because you just came in hot. Like, I've been bullied, I've been impersonated, <laughs> and for those of for the one or two of you listening, them, mm-hmm. I, I do great impressions, mm-hmm. especially. And Chris does them too. Like, listen to this one of Chris. Hey, I'm Chris. This is cooler by the lake from the guitar room. Yeah. See, you couldn't tell it wasn't me. Yeah, I had to check and see which channel that audio was coming out of. I thought I was talking. Exactly. And, I mean, Chris, you can you get me down perfect, too, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, show the class. There, I'm Danny. I like to do impersonations of Chris. I don't know. Yeah, glad I was watching the screen because I saw your mic channel moving and not mine. Mm-hmm. And that's how the game went. 
Yeah, for four hours or so, or the three games went for hours. Yep. Just back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to trade. I'm going to trade a weed in. Yeah, anytime you made a move that was significant, you would get bullied. Especially Chris. Too. Yeah, I don't know why I was such a target. I don't get it. I'm just an easy target. Yeah. Apparently. You just tall, blonde hair, blue eyed, middle class white man. Fuck. <laughs> well, I'm not middle class right now. Right, yeah. Yeah. Unemployed. Woo. Mm-hmm. Well, sort of employed. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Corona. Love it. Yep. But busy's better. Mm hmm. Really is. Um, but yeah, so that's. Ba- and then we, you know, played a third variation, which is attack barbarians more or less barbarian attack yeah yeah well i mean the purpose was to attack barbarians and collect them you were basically going for scalps that whole game yep essentially in every two scalps you got i mean they're (laughs) called barbarians but they were used as scalps yeah i mean barbarian savages we know what the creator had in mind yeah anyway um yeah we i scalped the most barbarians and yeah, you were creaming. That? Yep, you got a bunch of knights, and you kept getting some good rolls, and you weren't, you never got rid of your knights. You got rid of like two knights that whole game. Yeah, I did get. Yeah, well, so with, what he's saying is one of the things after you attack barbarians is you roll, and depending on your roll and the position of your knight on the board, uh, you get the knight comes off. But I got real lucky with that. Yep, I lost all six of mine, all oh. the rolls. I lost all of my knights. Yeah. I mean, I also did keep buying more more knights than you and Sean, so in mm-hmm. fairness, I did kind of juice... Th- I also juiced the board. But yeah, that goes back to the good rolls. Yeah, you still have so. good rolls, yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, I don't know if you just got lucky three in a row or if you just somehow got the strategy down right away. I don't know what that was all about. Just be aggressive, man. Preemptive strikes. You can't let the barbarians in. That's mm-hmm. how Rome fell. It just <laughs> really is. Yeah, it was a simple tribe. Yeah. Doesn't take a lot. A simple, vicious tribe, and, you know, I had the technology, so Mm -hmm. I didn't let it happen. I learned from history, so I was not doomed to repeat it, luckily. That is true. Thank God for that. Otherwise, like, someone else would have won Catan that third time. Yep. Boy, that was... Wouldn't have been you, though. You were getting bullied to shit. No, that was a bad game. I knew I wasn't going to win that third one. I mean, that one... in that Actually, the third one was the only one that was actually a runaway game. Yep. Like... And you guys didn't even, like, try to block or steal from me either, which was weird. Mm-hmm. It usually, uh, I mean, you were still the victim of that for no reason. Yeah, I would have, like, <laughs> less cards and, like, oh, under the guise of, oh, I think you have what I need. Yeah. Which is, like, satisfaction of, like, which in bullying. F- which in, <laughs> yes, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And in fairness to me, you should have blamed that on Sean because I was in it to win it. He was just being a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll have a good talking with him next time I see him. A stern talking to. Write mm-hmm. a song about Catan for Scanis. Right. A Fleetwood Mask. It would be Fleetwood Mac-esque mm-hmm. in terms of the tension in the room when recording it. Yep. Yeah. You, know. you son of a bitch. Yeah. That the song's how... about you. <laughs> it's like every single Rumors song. Yeah. 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 Best album they had, though. <laughs> Holy right? shit. Yeah, oh my god. A lot of cocaine and a lot of cheating. Yeah. That Inf- was, uh, that one, that's what makes a good album, apparently. Infidelity and cocaine. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good time, but, you know, 
got to do what you got to do to make an album, you know? Yeah, but the key is you can't let that divide you like it does with so many not great bands. Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac, they saw their greatness. And what they did with it was stay together despite all signs pointing to don't do that. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And we thank them for it. But yeah. it's a band I should really get into. Yeah, dude, they're pretty. A lot of good stuff. Stank. It's yeah, and like there's probably a bunch of it that you already do know that mm-hmm. you just don't realize because it's just that oh, good. I'm sure. Yeah. This stuff. Yeah. That and like Steely Dan. I know. Oh. I know. I know a lot of Steely Dan. I just never knew it was them. Right. Yeah. In Chicago, that's mm-hmm. another one. Another good one. Me. This was a while ago. So like way back before we yeah this when we were in eighth grade remember harley fest it was the 105th anniversary that year mm-hmm. uh, i went to a bruce springsteen concert because anyone with my parents because 18 and under got in for free Ooh. yeah and you know i learned that day at 13 years 12 years old mm, i don't remember 13 years old i think that's how old eighth graders are eighth grade 13 14 okay yeah so 13 years old i learned how much bruce springsteen i knew and how much i needed to know mm-hmm. and been a fan of the boss ever since <laughs> that's cool yeah i had that kind of similar experience paul mccartney concert Ooh. it was like uh I was disappointed when a song started and it wasn't something I already knew, but I was glad I listened to it by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And by the chorus, I was like, this is a good song. <laughs> this is a great song. And like people are singing along. I'm like, yeah, I can see why. Because it's like a newer one, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. So it's something you would listen to. And he just kept doing that over and over, song after song. And then he would play like, you know, Lady Madonna. And he would go into something else that was like brand new. And it was great. And it was a great song. And it was like over and over and over wow you know like I, that was incredible watching paul mccartney do that just songs i didn't i had no idea uh like i saw rush in concert Ooh. which should have been absolutely amazing one of the greatest concerts ever uh-oh <sighs> it was not uh it was at Summerfest. Uh, strike one mm-hmm. i mean i saw kiss at Summerfest, and they were great i mean yeah i've seen Summerfest is more of a festival than for great concerts, you know? It's mm-hmm. not a... It's There are too many venues too close to each other and too many people just coming and going for it to be great, great concerts, yeah. for the most part. But this was the amphitheater. Oh. So we got a little bit more of a... That should have been a great concert. Yeah. So what the problem was, was that they started off playing one of my favorite songs, Subdivisions, which is off of Signals, which is the last album before they ditched their producer and started to have a very like 80s boring sound we're like who cares yeah kind of music you know okay and um i loved it and then they played all of their new album essentially they played Ugh. like and, and it wasn't good it, it just wasn't and then i was just hoping because i knew the they had the clockwork angels uh, string band or whatever in the background mm-hmm. going to be coming out uh, in the second half of the concert because it's a very long concert so they take a break halfway through right because they're old but you know yeah. it's still a great con it's yeah. they give their best in the concert yeah is what i should say need a halftime right they need a halftime good enough so do athletes yeah let them go yep and uh the band came out and it was no better i thought the songs would get better they were just like boring and i didn't care and people are sitting down 
Ooh. Yeah, there were. It was just kind of like, oh, this is this is not a good concert. This no. is. I mean, it wasn't as bad as MGMT when they came to Summerfest. Oh, I'm on the other side of that boat. Be- really, but for a different reason. Uh, go you. I want to hear what why you didn't like it, and I'll, I'll tell you why I did. Okay. Well, to finish the rush thing. Uh, it sucked the the rest of the time, and then they played their finale. It was like you know the three great songs, and the crowd got really into it. It was a lot of fun. You could tell the band loved it. Right. And then why, it why did they waste everyone's time for the other like two hours? There was like two hours of just like two two and a half hours of dead shit. That like who cares? What Fuck the it. hell? fucking marketing yeah i don't know i did not like it but anyways mgmt did not like it they played none of the songs that i knew and none of the songs that they did play i don't think were good see i was hammered (laughs) you know i should have enjoyed it it's mgmt it should have been something fun that's fair it was a bad concert i thought see my thing was that i liked it a lot and i think part of it is out of spite because I do know a lot of MG, or at the time, I knew a lot of MGMT, and I was with a group of people who were only there to hear fucking kids, mm-hmm. and I thought it was hilarious to watch them be like, when are they going to play kids? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, to catch a monster, you make a movie. Like, a, mm-hmm. you know, a deep song off that album that I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but yeah, the sound quality wasn't great. We weren't even standing in a good area either. It was i mean most concerts at summerfest are like very good at best there's very few great ones i would say i've yeah. been to a couple but mm-hmm. you have yeah. to get there super early and that's just not worth it and yeah oh especially now it's weird because when you're high school just mm-hmm. all the high school kids like yeah it's weird going there now for right. sure well it was yeah we could go to it right yeah when there wasn't a pandemic right yeah but Oh, yeah. I mean, sort of speaking of the pandemic and kind of getting back into our weekend, um, on our new whiteboard here in the guitar room, Chris has written down, um, it's underlined, so it's got to be either a title of a movie, film, which is the same thing, Mm -hmm. movie, book, TV show, something like that. So Mm -hmm. tell me, Chris, what is this? It's called, (laughs) I hope I didn't get put on a list for talking about this. It's called Above Majestic. And it drew me in. It's on, it's on, not Netflix, it's on Hulu. And uh, what drew me in was that the, uh, the thumbnail for it was a lizard person wearing a Pope hat with like a shushing thing, you know, like the index finger in front of the mouth. So, like, you can't even assume that that's a documentary going in. You think that's a fucking comedy. Right. I just think, like, (laughs) what in the fuck is this? I am so into whatever this is. Because it's, like, like at at worst, it's just, like, a low-level comedy, which is still good. At best, you get the craziest conspiracy shit you'll ever hear in your life. (laughs) And, oh, boy, did I get the best. I got the absolute best out of what hulu has to offer it's from 2018 Ooh. and it's i think two hours maybe 20 minutes something like that um oof, best two hours 20 minutes <laughs> it's like it's like hearing an alex jones rant on steroids it was like 
not not the the cadence of the ramp yeah. but just the what he was saying the loose ends of, that were getting very tightly tied together somehow yeah <laughs> just like just bang 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 just through these crazy wild things without just a second to catch your breath and be like wait what the fuck did you just say <laughs> so one of the first things they started to talk about uh and like i'm tiger not king what it's like tiger king it's like tiger king oh yeah like, yeah Mm-hmm. Just all the bad shit shit in a row. But mm-hmm. anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, so they start talking about, and I've heard about this before, uh, the Nazi moon bases. <laughs> so apparently, like, we're not the, we weren't the first nation to get into space. The Uh-oh. Nazis were. They Uh-oh. did it. Uh-oh. Right? So I've I've heard that before. So this isn't a wild, they, see, they started off soft with the conspiracies, <laughs> which, like, in the conspiracy world, it's still, like, getting pretty conspiracy but nazi moon base is like the inter is an intermediate level like right it's, yeah it's like an it's like an orange uh a green belt you yeah know? it's getting, right in the middle you know that's no black belt conspiracy yeah it's spicy you yeah. know we're talking a little bit more than frank's red hot here we're talking like a good healthy healthy dose of sriracha right okay. in the mouth and so okay. nazi moon bases they built it and they obviously built it in a swastika uh, shape. shape naturally um, but that also makes sense tubing wise to yeah. I suppose and um, so they start talking about this how the Nazis have a moon base and they've been visiting space and they've been uh, I almost feel like I should say it's an Alex Jones voice <laughs> they've, been, uh, they've been talking <laughs> to uh, extraterrestrials it's a really bad one but I it's, can't do it right it now gets the sometimes I can do it but eh, I've heard worse um but, but I, th- I think I have to, like, smoke and then suddenly start doing Alex Jones. Right. But, but anyway, the Nazis have been visiting the moon mm-hmm. since, I mean, I, I would presume the late 30s, early 40s. Yep. And they've been doing that. And the reason why they lost World War II is because they were spending so much money uh, on these crazy things. Like, they also had a base in Antarctica, which is a, pretty sure is a confirmed thing. I, I don't want to just, that. like spout lies but like i mean the un did have a treaty after world war ii saying that antarctica was only going to be used for research not for weapons of war yeah that didn't they didn't just pull that out of their ass it's awfully specific right that's very specific they, i mean in fairness they probably did see the potential they saw what happened to japan and they're like where you can't just test that mm-hmm. up there but yeah you are yeah, they're almost certainly... And I'm pretty sure... Aren't there, can like, confirmed Nazi subs, like, yeah. all around the U.S.? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's some that are, like... Like, not even on the... Co- like, Great Lakes, some of... like Really? I thought I'd heard that. Oh, it's probably wrong. But, anyway, Nazi moon base. <laughs> right. And so, like, it's travelable. Travelable. Uh, to get there. Yeah. And we've been able to do it as humans, you know, since the late 30s, early 40s. Okay. And... So you go to the fall of World War II because Hitler um, overspent overspent on shit that he thought that was the technology that was going to be more beneficial than like you know actually making guns and tanks and right. It's not because he tried to fund a, fight a true a two front war, right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of money this man was spending on shit that was not necessary. Right, you know, you're fighting people from both ends. What are you doing, yeah, like, bro? He has a he has an entire world war, and he spent money on these secret projects, 
and the Holocaust? Like, what are you doing? Why Why do you start a war if you don't know how to spend your money? Yeah, what kind of Holy a shitty-ass shit. fucking world domination plan is is that? Right, like, you're not going to conquer the world if you're going to spend money in two frivolous ways. Yeah. I hate to boil down the Holocaust to a frivolous expenditure, but, like, <laughs> you know. We, we are not stating the Holocaust is an economic thing. We do not no. stand behind any of Hitler's decisions, regardless of the fiscal responsibility. Which was irresponsible. Which added to the horrors of what he was doing to humanity. Yes, he was fiscally irresponsible, mm -hmm. like an asshole. Mm -hmm. Makes no but sense. Any, but anyway. But anyway, so... Uh, the Americans after World War II wanted, and this is a, I know is a confirmed thing, Operation Paperclip. That's, I feel like a lot of people know about that, where they got a, so many of the Nazi scientists. Oh, dude, that's, yeah, that's they a, brain drained that's them. That's White Belt. That's not even a conspiracy. Yeah, that's, that's just, not a conspiracy anymore. That's like basically taught in high school. Right. It actually so, is, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I feel like we learned that in that class. Anyway. Yeah. Operation Paperclip, brain drained the Nazis. Right. So we're going there, and then the U.S. now has access to all of these Nazi areas in Antarctica, the moon base, uh, and they have now all these technologies that they can just travel. Yeah. Uh, apparently, one of the guys was saying that he was taken on a ship as a kid. It was a guy in the documentary, or, okay, I... Eh. In the film, I don't know if I want to say fully documentary because, like this, this is crazy. Yeah, that's a very fair point. We're, we not, we haven't left the fact that it's called above majestic and could be a comedy. Right. I think let's leave it at that. Yeah, there was one guy that was pretty great, uh, like visually in the way he would talk and like his mannerisms, and he would just talk it, about the lizard people like it was nothing. It was he was great, like the aliens guy on Ancient Aliens and on History Channel. Yeah, like, a little bit toned down version of that. Oh, bummer. The hair mm -hmm. did it for me. Yeah, but, no. It's... They don't... Excuse me. They don't put in uh, a bunch of crazy people, but... Well... Well... Okay. Crazy-looking people. Crazy-looking yeah. people. Yeah, that's what I mean. They but, were smart about it. They presented it well. Right. But, uh, yeah, allegedly. Suppose, right? What if this is all true? But anyways... Yeah. I mean, so far, it's like, other than the moon base, it's been... Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. Uh, and so he was saying, and he just one of the guys, main guys who was talking in this whole thing, he was saying that he was taken up as a kid, uh, not only to the moon base, which apparently you get to the moon very, very quick. Um, it's bizarre, and they have some, like, because uh, I always wondered, well, if there's a moon base, like, how come we can't just see it with a telescope? Anyone right. should just be able to buy a telescope and go see it. Yeah. Because you're going to have it on the light side of the moon, because you're going to need solar energy. So you we're going to be able to see it all the time. Right. They have cl uh, cloaking, the guy said. So they request permission to land in this very specific crater, and then so you basically have to have a telescope on this crater for a very long time. At and the then fraction just, of the second it takes for them to f like decloak land go yeah yeah i know how it works i'm a sci-fi guy <laughs> but yeah see so that would be the only way to confirm that and so like that's like a, okay all right that's confirmable we'll just have to video a bunch of craters and just hmm. hope but uh, i don't know that'd be insane but anyways so that and then he also claimed that he was taken to the uh andromeda uh, galaxy in 20 minutes so they could get there in 20 minutes because of the way that the ships travel and how many light years away is that offhand? Do you know? Oh God! Too many. Six. It, it should take. It should take many, many lifetimes. I mean, that's insane to be able to reach there. Okay. There are. 
I think he said, I don't want to get the numbers wrong, but it's not too important. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, with this, it's. I think they said like eight planets that they found that had uh, similar, that were similar to Earth, similar star, similar distance. Okay. And uh, the there were three of them where humans were, and they were speaking English, and they had television and cars and radio, and it was like a similar thing to what we have set up you know roads all that stuff they were human they look like us they're hmm. just in the andromeda galaxy sure three whole planets of that shit right hmm. that's what this guy's claiming that he saw when he was got he got taken up there and there are people with special abilities things like that that were chosen he was one of them apparently <laughs> jesus christ yeah, he right, thinks he's an x-man yeah right as i say it out loud it's like uh oh, yeah i mean sounds. you had it was a you had me on the conspiracy until this dude started to tell a tor- the story about how he was a space traveling X Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, essentially, <laughs> there are still points on this board, so yeah. I need to listen. So, um, kids, yeah. Well, so they they would take kids out of school. They would what they would do, and the the guy was one of them. Claimed they would take him out of school. Bald man in a wheelchair. Yeah, taking a Professor Xavier, I think he was called. Yeah. And, um, but no, they would take them, and it would be, they would, like, take, say they were going to go look at dinosaurs or something, go to the museum, and then, because they were supposed to be in, like, a special ed class or, like, an advanced learning class. It was, like, a special kid like that. Oh, the school for the gifted. Interesting. Mm -hmm, Right. And, um, yeah, they would take him in a van and be some military guy driving him, and then they would take him to like these bases, like S two, S four, Area fifty one, places like that. Yeah. And then they would get in these ships, and then go. I, I either forgot what exactly they did with the kids there. I think they just tested them, did things with them. Sure. Um, or they just got blocked out, so they don't remember. But apparently, yeah, that's what he was claiming. That that yeah, this one guy does. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And there's other people like him, according to the guy. Um, but another thing that they started talking about, which just got insane, was the uh, the, the lizard people. And I'm back. All right. <laughs> uh, so the lizard people are apparently some uh, reptilian race. So there are uh, greys, which are like aliens uh, that, you know, classic aliens mm-hmm. um which we now know ufos exist and we have alien technology so yeah why okay. not all right sure. i'm okay with this so far right yeah grays are fine lost me with x-men had me at lizard people <laughs> and grays let's go yeah and um yeah and then this is another guy talking about the, the lizard people but then the other guy would say the same stuff too as like they were all on the same page kind of stuff oh i don't know how much i can believe this because there's one seemingly credible man and then one x-man and i just can't trust Mm -hmm. that well maybe let's just say for sake of uh the podcast that the x-man isn't really an x-man i just explained it poorly no you see some people might believe that but I'm pretty sure this guy thinks he's an X-Men. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, well, I'll I'll assume that there's only the credible person and the X-Men just kind of mm-hmm. listen to him first. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> and um, so the lizard people, uh, super strong reptilian race, and I believe they are the ones who like to uh, eat babies? I believe. Mm. I, I think... Uh, I got a little mixed up because then they started they started talking about the 
you know that whole adenochrome thing that they say these satanic elites and oh, yeah. pedophile that whole thing they suddenly went into that and also i think talked about the lizard people right before that and then it just because it, it's a blur because they just bam 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 right he's like oh my god what in the hell is shit, going on yeah. yeah this is bad shit and I believe, yeah, like the adenochrome is something that the lizard people feed off of too, and it also makes, you know, humans uh, healthier and more like vibrant. And they were saying that human cloning is a legit thing, and they'll uh, they'll that. actually like let people live out, and then they'll clone them, put them back, and then they'll be able to just kind of. There've just been people who have been living eternally, essentially, and um, hmm. or will be. I guess I would say, like, yeah. not have been because the technology is within Isn't, the last millennium. Yeah, or I mean, still last pe- century. But still, people alive who were yeah from that year. And right. Shit. So that's still possible. World War Two vets. Yeah. Oh, and age regress regression. They were saying was a thing too, hmm. because of like we got the technology from all these people. Like the like the we sacrifice. I believe they're saying like we sacrifice children to get this technology and shit like that. Or we like trade. Oh yeah, there's a galactic child sex slave trade, and, and a sl- galactic slave trade as well. Humans are very crafty and creative, and the galaxy loves them. That's why there's several planets of them. Hmm. Right. Huh. Yeah. That's uh. That seems like if there are other things, it's like okay, that's plausible. Humans did it on Earth. Yeah. I seriously. Mean, why wouldn't it happen on a glo- like a galactic level? Yeah. If yeah, all yeah. Right. It's a lot to lots of process. <laughs> There's a lot to process. Above majestic. The, yeah, I haven't even, I can't even remember like probably like eighty percent of it because there's just they said so many things, and I only got to process just a little bit because it it got it got in, insane yeah i'm gonna have to ask you to let me know next time you watch that so i can come watch it with you because yeah. i know you're gonna rewatch it because oh, absolutely. this is one of those things that you have to to get it all yeah i'm gonna have to yeah like two three times and like i almost thought about well, can i pause this and like take notes or something <laughs> I, like, not like notes like this is all true but i'm like i gotta look this up <laughs> You know, like, I gotta right. be like, this is, there's no, there's no way. Come on. Come on. Lizard, yeah. Lizard people, are you yeah. fucking kidding? X-Men, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I, as, as soon as the lizard people thing came up, I, I think I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, cause it, I was like down until like that point. I'm like, oh, it's one of these. <laughs> and like after watching it and like just keeping an open mind of like, okay, we, ufos are real we have ufo technology right this was also released before that was oh well before declassified like two years Mm -hmm. uh so uh they were going off of a thread that is true that before was just like a conspiracy that like the government has all of these ufo technologies and they do Hmm. and like it's like well where'd they get them from and, and at that point, but now it's like, well, now we, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, all right, this is some weird, crazy shit. It's a lot to process right now. I'll yep. be honest with you, man. Mm-hmm. This is gone. Yeah, Nazi moon base, Nazi brain drain. No weapons testing in Antarctica. Fucking X Men and now lizard people. Yep. 
the last thing I'll leave you with, they also talked about the military industrial complex, <laughs> which was a whole big thing, which is why. Actually, not, I laugh at that because you hear about that a lot, but I really want to know what their perspective on right. it is. Well, it, I think it's the same as everyone else's, but it was it, on Bigger a galactic scope. level, yeah. right? Um, and they made a very, very good point at like near the end of the uh, thing. Uh, where it was like if the government has had these UFO technologies you know since at least Roswell Mm -hmm. you know um, why have we been using fossil fuels this whole time yeah right what a dick move right like we're literally uh, it's not even to get into some preachy global warming thing but like there's only so much dead dinosaur (laughs) you know like on a realistic level that's not a logical thing we can do forever we can't just keep burning shit no well i guess my guess is it probably comes down to we just can't produce it cheaply enough to just like trickle it into existence like oh look what we've just figured out surprise yeah right because then like i had a bunch of questions that's just me being optimistic about it realistically yes as i mean as people you're gonna be you're humans are just selfish by nature you Mm -hmm. bring in what to you bring in what you can to provide for yourself and your immediate tribe Mm -hmm. and that's probably what's going on yep that's probably it yeah that's yeah that's uh and on that uh positive note Mm -hmm. (laughs) i uh, (laughs) finished my visi and have as well now have a new uh new thing at the top of my watch list right and another thing to think about when you're just laying in bed staring at the ceiling yeah galactic slave trade nazi moon base what the hell (laughs) x-men yeah the x-men are real yeah that's what we'll leave you with that's positive x-men are real they are real and the government knows about them san lee was not wrong nope if he created them anyway all right cheers cheers